1: Climbers, how do you get more streams on Spotify in 2023? The answer is you need to get in the algorithm and then you need to stay on the algorithm. That's what we're gonna cover today. Welcome to the game! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. Leverage is the key. You're gonna have to do it yourself. You're gonna have to move the needle get those monthly listeners up get that fan base up start making money your dang self and then the people that you have dreamed of working about will come out of the woodwork to help you but they're not going to do it for you that's why we call it the climb c-l-i-m-b creating leverage in the music business that's a baxter name from my good friend and co-host mr brent baxter who also happens to be a hit songwriter in his spare time and he's got cuts by Alan jackson randy travis lady a joe nichols and more had a couple number ones in the last few years in southern gospel had a top 10 last couple months in australia he's just making miracles happen <laughs> and what i love about my friend brent is he helps songwriters like you by revealing how you write like a pro do business like a pro And then he connects you with the pros on a regular basis. That's sort of the final piece of the puzzle. You can find Brent at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com.
0: And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. Yeah, it's complicated, but Johnny, even though he's busy, he's still really smart. If you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is Production no S. There is no S because there is no other Johnny D. Although you could use a few more of you. I need a few more right now. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> busy, busy man. You're busy. I'm sick. Hey, we're all, but we're showing is up. You're
1: not know, feeling good. I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't know. I like we, from the second you got on the phone, I'm just vomiting all my problems
0: on you. Well, that's okay. I'm not vomiting, so I just have a little bit of a. I didn't
1: <laughs> and you're an actually, home. and you're vomiting. I was
0: gonna say and no. you're vomiting praise the lord not Ozzy's in bed with the fever i got oh, just some head oh. stuff it's all good though i'm rocking and rolling petri dishes man
1: kids hey. are petri
0: dishes that's right whatever
1: new thing is out there they got it and you're gonna get it it's not a question exactly. of if it's a question of when.
0: those kids are always up on the new thing
1: <laughs> well today um listen we you know we are in the middle of the Sydney Cheryl release strategy here, which is one of ours. By the way, she's up to, I think it's like 36 or 39,000 monthly listeners, which is cool. Nice. And Josh Roy right around the corner and the Dirty Names right around the corner. So since we're kind of, you know, waist deep up to our armpits and alligators, as my father always says, I just thought I'd share with you Just some things that we've learned and that we do to kind of make this stuff happen. Heck yeah. And help you get there. Before we do that, let's take care of some business first. Go to the Climb Community, which is facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash the Climb Community. Very simple. You have to ask to be let in. We let everybody in. You have to be good boys and girls while you're in there. If you are in there and you're clearly just spamming, just don't waste your time. I'm going to jack you out and just going to look like an asshole and nobody's going to care. Okay. If you do it accidentally, that's okay. You know what I mean? That's all right. You know, you're going to get a message that says, don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. But you know, we want you to post everything, man. Post about your gigs as a comment on the weekly post about gigs. Post about your new music. As a comment in the weekly post about your new music, post about your wins. We want to hear that too. We want you to brag. Post about that on what's called New Heights, mm-hmm. which I don't know why we called it New Heights when we call it Wednesday Wins. I feel like that's a better name anyway. But that's every Wednesday. Post it in a comment on Wednesday. The only thing the main feed is for is for universal goodwill and love of, you know, information, whatever, but you know, something entertaining, something cool. Like I'll see something. Um, I can't remember if I posted this in the feed or not, but there was like this fricking 20 minute or 30 minute YouTube video on Angus Young's guitar tech on tour. And it was just going through the signal chain on his rig. And I'm like, here's a few climbers that might want to know about this. That's something you can post in there. Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? Or I'll regularly post like news updates, like, Hey, check this out, check this out. So, you know, something funny, if there's something funny in there that I think everybody in the community is going to relate to and get a kick out of, I will post it on the feed. Okay, so that's
0: what that's for. Just assume that we find people's music that aren't you more interesting. (laughs) All Right? Mm. I just have to assume people aren't interested in my music. What else might they be interested in? Exactly. Exactly. Except in the when we ask for it. So that's what we have to think about.
1: And if, you know, I mean, honestly, this community is not your – Fan base. So, this is like more like a B2B thing. Yeah. I mean, you're you might be talking with future collaborators because there's a lot of that that's happened as a result of your podcast. Oh, yes, things of that nature. But you know, if what you want to do is shut it from the treetops, if you just do it in the right place, you'll get a whole lot of love. I know that uh-huh. I know our climbers are got nothing but love for other climbers.
0: You know what I mean? Oh, and we have some love this week. We have almost at this point, almost 60 something comments just on this week's new heights. Oh my god. Gosh. awesome winning is happening so just want to we don't have time to share all those obviously but I just want to highlight just a couple uh kathy wallace says i had a song that i co-wrote with Corey jackson and john conley get nominated for song of the year by the arkansas cmas or the acmas is what they call them, the acmas arkansas country music association so they have a song called your love that is up for song of the year so that does my heart good because kathy is a climber i've met uh, Corey before he's an archie like me. John Conley he's a pro musician. He's an archie like me, and it's the Arkansas CMA. So I'm happy for them. So I love that. So congrats, Kathy and Corey and John, and good luck on hopefully y'all. Hey,
1: congratulations oh. on that. I got a quick question before we go into on the new one. Mm-hmm. Is that not that this matters? But I'm just curious. Like I mean, it's a win. It's a great win. Yeah, but is that a, is Arkansas is the ACMAs like some sort of subsidiary of the CMAs?
0: I think it's just its own thing, as far as I know
1: did something okay yeah, yeah i didn't know if they were doing that like you know if there was like sub accounts
0: no i think it's just its own thing it's not through as far as i know i've not seen any cma i like Indiana, that they but, have that do we have that in tennessee like i don't know i know that like canada has like the because i'm starting to see in my feet because you know i write with a lot of canadians and so like you know Haley benedict is up for stuff like regional or be like you know the, the province or whatever Like be like the Alberta music country music association and the whatever you know different ones and so I know Aaron Goodwin Dustin Bird uh, Haley Benedict you know Chris Buck all these folks I'm writing with and stuff are are you know they're starting to have some chatter up there about this year's go round for those regional ones I had a song of the year one time in the Saskatchewan country music awards I had a song of the year one year Saskatchewan eh Saskatchewan eh yes several years ago so I like those regionals I'm
1: sorry. (laughs) <laughs> I just feel like if you in Canadians, you got to say sorry first.
0: <laughs> oh, I was like, I don't know why. I'm not sorry that I won. They're just won. sorry about everything. Okay, just because they're super nice. <laughs> they are super nice. I. Yeah, to meet a canadian that's a, that's a canadian joke like, like they say that to,
1: about themselves <laughs>
0: right yes so they apologize for everything I know it canadian hey I,
1: I saw you slow down up there to you know to so you wouldn't have to lock up the brakes in time for the stop sign oh sorry was that a little rough on you in the back no no no. i saw the stop sign too oh good then <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: just so nice
1: canadians are so nice, nice. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, let's see here up next we have another one time for another one today patrick adams said celebrating three forwards through taxi for pushes to advertising two songs with some major country artists these are written with my usual gang of desperados delinquents and one really great guy i guess we can figure out who's who but give shout out to brent baxter brad hacker michael mcfarland steve lombardo and international man of mystery chris tiscarino we like to call him Myth <laughs> Carino. let's keep on climbing He's off the grid. He is off the grid. So love
1: just, I just I picture Tiscarina like in the woods, like an apocalypse. Now when they find uh, what's his face uh, <laughs> at the it. end of the movie, like in a cave. Yeah, there's Chris just writing hit songs, just like. In a, but you got to know how to get there, and then like you don't get in the cave alive unless he knows you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like the the Bigfoot picture, the fuzzy one, but he's carrying a guitar. <laughs> That one, but anyway, congrats, guys. Hopefully, that worked out.
1: Good Chetchberg's version of that. It's like, what if it's not the photographer's fault? What if Bigfoot's actually blurry, right?
0: Exactly, (laughs) that's his thing, he cannot be captured on film. So, anyway, so all right, well, congrats to everybody there. Way to go! Uh,
1: follow or subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about it. We're putting good stuff up there. My gosh, we had just a thousand downloads in one day, and I'm always surprised by that. I always think it's like, oh. We nailed it on this one episode. It's never that. <laughs> it's never that. It's like right. whenever we have like a really like huge download day or something, it's it's spread out. It's spread out like everybody's binging. You know, as far as I can go back, it's like, you know, one or single or double digit downloads on episodes that are five years old. So which hey, we're grateful for. Yeah, okay, yeah. I just I think maybe that's like a new climber that comes on and then mm. they just are like, oh, and they go like a kid in a candy store. Right, you're like I'm gonna have six of those, two of those, I'll take three of those. Hey, good. That's a nice hat. It looks good
0: on. But you get a free bowl of soup and you get a hat like that. Hey, it looks good on you, though. Oh. That's right. And so part of it is, if you're new to the climb, feel free to go back and grab some old episodes. Absolutely.
1: But so big thing is, hey, that, I guess my point ran around about playing that was tell a friend about it. Mm-hmm. The numbers don't lie because the numbers can't talk as much as my ego wants me to believe that it's the latest episode that we put up. It's never that like it, I mean, we always get, you know. I want to say reasonable, but it's like reasonable, meaning like it's about the same amount of traffic as the other new episodes. Right. That come out. Yeah. It varies a little bit, but it's predictable, Mm -hmm. you know, like how that comes out. But then some days we'll just have like huge spikes in traffic and that's like people binging. So it means that when they get turned on to it, man, they go to town. So you're going to be cool. I promise we're not going to let you down. If you tell somebody about it, they're going to come back and be like, thank you. I found at least something in there. So. All right, let's get on with this. We got a lot of stuff to cover. So let's talk about Spotify in particular. So before when we've talked about marketing, um, I mean, it's all about the runway, right? Before you market. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of this is a lot of work to do here, guys. And this is how you make it happen. But, you know, number one is it doesn't happen the day of the release.
0: (laughs) I can't just wait till the very end and then just go for it.
1: No, no. And, you know, I don't care like how good it would make you feel to because you're so jacked up to finally release your song or songs and you want it to come out because it's a patriotic song you want it to come out on veterans day on memorial day or you want it to come out on your birthday which is just next week and i just uploaded this crap to the friggin you know distributor like TuneCore or something like that no this you know tap the brakes and do this right proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance mm-hmm. so here we go Step one, get your Spotify for artists page dialed in.
0: So if they want to go through, if they're sitting at the house and you're talking a lot about Sydney Sheldon, right? In this one, can they go follow along? No Sydney Cheryl. Sydney Cheryl, oops.
1: Mm -hmm. S Y D N E Y, so it's spelled like Sydney, Australia.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Cheryl
1: S H E R R I L L. Yeah, you can go check that out.
0: There she is. All right. So you follow along, Sydney Cheryl. Yeah. You want to check that out? You gotta get your Spotify
1: for Artists page dialed in. Everything in here is about Spotify today, but just in this one first bullet point here, guys, when you're gonna go get your Spotify for Artists page dialed in, make sure that at least a week before your release, that all of your social media, just the headers are all reflecting the single artwork from your new forthcoming release.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? This is just professional. You don't find record labels drop a new song for your favorite artist and going, oh crap, we should probably do a photo shoot now and maybe think about pressing up some CDs and getting those out to Target. No, no, it's all done in advance. If you go Google aspect ratios for images on social media headers, you'll find out what Facebook has to be, what Spotify has to be for Spotify for artists, what every single thing that you're on has to be. You know, TikTok doesn't have headers. Instagram doesn't have headers, so you can switch out the profile picture. But, uh, you know, Twitter, I can tell you right now, Twitter's always been the same. It's like 1,500 by 500 pixels. So you want to put that on there. You want to make sure that all your social media looks good and points to the right place. And now let's get to Spotify for your artist page. So clean up your profiles, right? You want a current presentable picture, and you want to put up at least like two to three high-res pictures on there that are cool. More is better, but at least two to three that are interesting. Get them up there. high res. They look good. Uh, I hope everybody's sort of getting a little bit more dialed in on how not to look like an amateur photograph. It needs to be about an artist, you know. Mm-hmm. Update your bio with uh, something compelling. By the way, you should have two bios. Uh, you should have a long-form bio and a short-form bio. Mm-hmm. The applications of each will be apparent, mm-hmm. right? Like on, you know, what you need. The long-form bio here would be what would go in your... Spotify profile page. Okay. And I think if you're like, well, how do you do that? Guess what? Google and YouTube is your friend. Hmm. If you type just that exact question into your search engine, whether the search engine is YouTube or the search engine is Google, you're going to find a billion free answers that will tell you how to put that together. And the first Mm -hmm. thing you're thinking is, well, I don't really have a bias. There's nothing really interesting that's happening to me. You got to put it together, man. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to make it look cool. You got to make it look good in the same way. If you feel that way about yourself and then, which all artists do at, you know, at some point, right? I mean, we're modest. We're, I get that. I'm not busting your chops for that, but man, you know how to walk into a photo shoot, I hope, and at least project, confidence and mm-hmm. try to look like a friggin' rock star whatever that means to you right well that same kind of swag needs to be in your bio okay um if you got a shopify store that sells your merch put that up there if you have an artist playlist you should have an artist playlist and that's a good introduction to your music so on this particular description and artist playlist this is a playlist of your songs Not like your favorite songs, your songs, your releases, Mm -hmm. create them in a playlist with the best ones first. You'd be surprised how many people will save that to their playlist and everything. Remember, Brent, in the past, and we've talked about when you're doing merch, for instance, and we have the curse of knowledge as a human. Mm -hmm. When I say you should put bundles together because 30% of your buyers are willing to be upsold. They're willing to spend more money if you give them one small reason to do it. Right. Yeah. And which means 70% aren't mm-hmm. right. And if you're one of those 70% people and you're like, well, I'm never fr- that frivolous with my money. Well, that <laughs> you're, if you don't, not everybody is you. Yeah. If you're building this based on your habits and you can disappear into the woods with a six pack of bud and a, you know, and a bow and arrow for, you know, six months and survive. God bless you, but the rest of us can't. Right. You know what I mean? And that's no way to make any money. I mean, that's no way to make a living. Let's put it this way:
0: if everybody was like me, why would they ever make Florida Gator or Alabama Crimson Tide jerseys?
1: Right, exactly. <laughs>
0: Right, like, oh, wait, yeah, there, there are other go. people with other interests and things that they dig? And they oh, my dig gosh, really? think what? about that.
1: That's a really good way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were just like me, and I did that, my whole thing would be nothing but Green Bay Packers shit. You know what I mean? Like, are there, are there any other teams? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How can the Green Bay Packers win if there's no other teams? I say that. We have a losing season. but if
0: There's no one to beat.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's no one to beat. So you need to separate from what you Would like to, and just make sure that everything is out there and you're getting as much traffic and information as you can. Approach it this way, guys. You're trying to get everybody in there and people share playlists. If you don't consume on Spotify, you can't come at this from the perspective that nobody else does either mm-hmm. no they do that's why it's a multi-billion dollar freaking industry yeah that's why it's the one thing like literally spotify is somewhere between 75 and 85 percent of all the streaming traffic period wow okay so no matter what apple says and apple influences a lot of you know they love to tout how they've got this just as many paid or more paid subscribers and blah blah. I see it, man. I'm feature FM like with Sydney Shell right now. Like twenty percent of her streams are coming from Apple. Eighty mm-hmm. percent are coming from Spotify. Wow. So it's Spotify is where it's at. And if you're a good artist, you're probably publishing way more than you're consuming the same thing with social media, mm-hmm. right? Like I hardly consume social media, which is a mind F mm-hmm. for people that know me, like, you know, for Janelle and for other people, they think all I do is screw around on social media all day. No, yeah. I'm publishing on social media. I don't consume it <laughs> right. because I'll tell you what, if I do, it's like a crack house. I'll disappear for 45 minutes down <laughs> a friggin' <laughs> real hole. And I know what that does. I don't consume it. I publish it. Mm -hmm. So... If you're just publishing on Spotify, that's great, but don't think because that's what you do that nobody else cares. They know, they are saving playlists, sharing playlists, they're digging it, right? Mm-hmm. So, put that artist playlist together. And this is huge because when somebody does, like when one of your marketing things catches on, gets hooks one person, they go and they check out, well, there's all the rest of your songs. And then go put that playlist on there and run that through and they start to get familiar with you. This is huge, right? Mm-hmm. So, Essentially, you know, with the profile page here, Spotify wants to see that you're playing ball and they want you to be, when they say, when in Rome, right, Mm -hmm. do what the Romans do. Well, when on Spotify, do what Spotify people do. Okay. Yeah. And that helps on the algorithm. Next, get your release strategy right. You want to release no more than 45 days in between releases, no less than 60 days in between releases. Every 45 to 60 days or every six to eight weeks, we've been saying that forever, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's not about one release. It's really not about two or three releases. Mm -hmm. Okay? It is practically, I don't know how to put this, it's dirt cheap to make a record these days, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, this just tells my age, but for crying out loud, it used to need to know somebody who knows somebody and get permission to make a freaking record when I was coming up. Yeah. Because if you're going to do it right and it's going to sound decent, you're going to need...
0: A hundred grand, 150,000 bucks, Whew. you know? And that, that was in 1948 dollars, Johnny. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it.
1: But, you know, now you can do it in your basement if you know what you're doing. I mean, the Billie Eilish record was made in their bedroom, okay? Yeah. So you got to be creative and you got to know how to work the tool and you got to know how to make records, right? Yes. But my point being, you should have no shortage of content. Okay. You should have no shortage of content. So you want to be constantly releasing, constantly promoting. When you're done making the record, you're just getting started on the work. Okay. Yeah. So phase one rocket. That's right. Phase one
2: rocket. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. So next, make a Spotify
1: editorial playlist pitch. Now check it out. You can actually do more to influence your song to a Spotify editorial playlist than just click the submit button on Spotify for artists. Mm -hmm. Once again, with the runway here, if you're going to be considered for an editorial playlist, so an editorial playlist are the playlists that are owned by Spotify. These have the most amount of audiences. So, you know, this is how, if you've heard Brett and I talk about how, you know, we know artists who've got 20 million streams and they still can't sell at my office. Well, Mm -hmm. they got on the right playlist. Well, they're making money off those. You know, if their admin's right, they're making money off of those.
0: And the reason they can't sell at your office is because they're not doing the other things that you talk about. But anyway. Right. Because nobody knows who they are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They got one part cranking, they don't have the other part cranking. They
1: fall in love with a song. And listen, there's some Spotify people that we do work with. And I constantly am talking with them. And I just was had a late night conversation with one of them from out in Burbank like a week and a half ago. And I was, I was just because I'm always just up like, what do I need to know? You know, what? what's changed? Yeah. How's the discoverability factor? Well, generally speaking, it sucks. It's non-existent for pop. And it's a modicum of existence for rock and out of, you know, rock, pop and country. Country's the best, but really it still blows, right? Mm -hmm. So stations are, you know, not stations, labels are having problems because people are falling in love with the song, but they don't know who the artist is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And kids, that's just, that's the way that they consume it. And they love the song, but they don't know who the artist is. That's preventable if people understand how to to honor the platform, the digital platform, I mean, and also the Spotify platform. Yeah. But yeah, so, but, but the point is, man, you get on that editorial playlist and you're going to get some money, mm-hmm. right? You're going to get some streams and it's a good thing. And that can help, that's momentum that can help propel you to consistently be on an editorial playlist, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about how to make this happen. You need to submit your song at least 30 days in advance. I recommend... Really, like forty-five days. I tell my people, like, I'm starting to stress the f out if we're not ready to go six weeks before they want to release it. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, that means, again, I mean, I can't tell you how many times, like, you know, I've got a client, and they're just like, "Okay, it's out. Oh my God, this is taking forever." Well, listen, it's so and so's birthday in two weeks, and that's when we really would like to release. No, no. And sometimes I have to say yes and just let them say, okay, raise your right hand. This one isn't going to go anywhere, but right. maybe the next one will. Okay. You know, right, yeah. but at least, you know, we released it on the birthday and that's important to two people on the planet and nobody else cares because we're trying to build your audience, right. you know what
0: I mean? But it's your business.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah. So at least 30 days to 45 days in advance, Spotify gets a hundred thousand uploads a day. Mm. It's 3 million a month. They need the time. Okay. Yeah. They need the time. So Spotify only allows you to pitch one song at a time for editorial playlists. And they require that you pitch at least, you know, at least 30 days in advance. I've heard some people say you could do a minimum of seven days. I've never seen it. I think the only way that works is if you got a hundred thousand monthly listeners and, you're a darling on the editorial playlist, you're going to get some leash there. But for the rest of you trying to crack this code and get in the algorithm, play by the rules. Yeah, Get your shit together. So there's a strategy and a formula for creating a playlist pitch that involves understanding all the different playlists and actually mentioning the playlist that you belong on in the pitch.
0: In other words, this is like when you send out a resume. Yeah. And you're like, dear sir or ma'am, or other, you know, I would like to work for your company. I think your company is amazing and your company would be a good fit for my skill. I'm like, oh. this is like the perfect analogy. Yeah. Uh, copy, paste, trash can.
1: <laughs> the perfect analogy. So you want to mention the playlist that you belong on. A couple notes here. Don't go for the biggest frickin' editorial playlist out of the box. Like what's the country one? Is it new country or
0: new boots or?
1: No. Yeah. The the really, really big ones you're not going to get on right away. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you don't want, like, that's your goal and you want that to put that up on the whiteboard. Okay. That's your goal, but that's not, you can't get there right away. There are playlists that add entry level artists, which grow onto the bigger editorial playlists Mm -hmm. in this pitch. You want to write about what makes you unique. It really is like that. It's like a pitch, like you're looking for a job. And again, you're going to kind of take some stuff from the bio maybe put that in there. Maybe you're talking about this specific song and you definitely want to know what's on that friggin' playlist, right? Mm-hmm. So this isn't spray and pray. This is, uh, you know, this song would be great for this playlist because blah, 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 blah,
0: blah. It fits nicely between this song that's on there and that song that's on there. That kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. So I'm actually, if you guys haven't heard of Jesse Cannon from use formation, he's got a great, great, YouTube channel. That's a a boatload of information. I'm going to put a link up because he's got a a video specifically on how to put together a playlist pitch. And I'm going to put that in the show notes for you guys. Okay. So you can check this out. But, you know, how do you find out what the playlists are? Right. Well, Chartmetric is a paid service. It used to be pretty, it still is like really friggin' expensive, like 140 bucks a month or something, Ooh. but they now just come out with like a ten dollar a month thing for artists.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they made it like super, super affordable for artists, and they can show you the playlist journey that it tracks like every playlist that's on Spotify. Mm. So the playlist journey will show you the playlist that the artists get on before the big one and after the big ones. So you can find those, right? So find the biggie that you want to aim for like new boots or something like that. And then through the playlist journey on chart metric, you can find out what the playlists were prior to that. And that's the one you want to shoot for. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you know, put that one in your playlist pitch, mention it by name and you're off to the races. So next prepare your marketing content before the release. So once again, you know, when people, and this just is, I feel like it's the exception of the rule is an artist that understands the runway and the rule is everybody is just so frustrated finally getting their frigging project done that they want to start releasing tomorrow Mm -hmm. and they find all kinds of reasons to make it feel good. You know, well, this, it's the veterans day and it's my birthday and it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. And here's why I want to just forgo all the promo stuff and just put it out there to see what happens. no, Right For God's sake. So if you're uploading your song to the aggregate distributor, like TuneCore or CD Baby or DistroKid or whatever, if you're doing that at least 30 days, but I'm talking like six to eight weeks before the drop date, and you think like that just seems like so long. Man, if you're doing this right, it's not enough time, right? Mm -hmm. Because you need to start making music videos, taking photos, telling stories about your music. I love... Anything like all my artists, I'll make them do interviews. So it's think uh, if you've ever seen, and this used to be one of my favorite things to watch on VH1. Used to have this show called Behind the Music. Oh yeah, and it used to be you go out and you get famous, right? And you become this big brand name, and then they do it behind all the music. comes
0: crashing down.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, so after the my second bout with hookers and heroin,
0: yeah, man, even my drugs are doing drugs yeah even
1: yeah, my drugs are doing drugs. My drugs were sleeping on my manager's couch, and I had to sleep on the floor.
0: <laughs> it's true right
1: it, they're fascinating about how it all happened, the start, how they got there, mm-hmm. all that stuff. We really like well now the, the behind the music comes first, not afterwards. so mm-hmm. I'll have interviews with the producer and the artist, and if I'm the producer, I'll be in the interview if I'm not I'm behind the camera. Mm-hmm. With the manager and the artist and just telling stories like stuff happens, right? Anything that you can tell, everybody kind of wants to feel like they know you, like they have a backstage pass, like they're friends with you. You're trying to create relationships. And when you tell these stories and you let them in, it feels on camera, guys, it feels like they're sitting in a room with you and they have now inside information on that story, Mm -hmm. even though they weren't next to you. This is a weird thing to grasp. Okay. But... I will tell you that the, I mean, I learned that this is what we're doing in our corporate stuff too. Mm -hmm. We have figured out how to make relationships with people online using video content that are strong enough where people will hand over seven figure nest eggs, their retirement, million dollar retirements to these retirement planning experts and trust them Mm -hmm. with the rest of their lives, with their life fricking savings at retirement age and it used to never be that way you used to have to look them in the eye and shake their hand but now i've got agencies that are in 27 states as opposed to one right mm-hmm. so that's how powerful this is but you have to under it's weird like the first time it happened to me brent i think uh when i first met you kelly and i were doing a podcast right
0: yeah yeah the daredevil production podcast yeah,
1: and quick side note, because we got to move on, but we had like seven episodes out or something like that. It wasn't a lot, and I got a normal email that I would get from somebody who wants to do an amateur song demo. Hey, it's between you and this other guy over here, and this other guy was always the same guy. the cheapest guy in town. He does, you know, I'm not going to mention his name. Does pretty good work. You know, it's okay, but he's 250 bucks less per song than we were. Mm-hmm. We're not the most expensive guys in town, but we're not the least expensive at the time there. He wants me to do battle on the price. And I said, well, listen, you know, we charge $251 more per song. But here, if you want to get to know me, here's a link to the um, podcast, the podcast. And you can check it out because really, what are they really concerned about? Are they going to get screwed? Right. Is there somebody they feel like they can trust because this is not a usual thing for them? And I get an email two days later. And the guy says, hey, I'm going with you coming into town on this date. Thanks so much. I'm like, great. Hey, and I am. So this is my second email now. Mm -hmm. And I just responding to him, uh, can I just ask you, like, you're spending more money. I really appreciate that. What made you change your mind or what what made you choose us? And Mm -hmm. he's like, well, you spent more time with me. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I did on that podcast. Mm -hmm. So when you're telling stories and this may seem like frivolous to you or just a Tuesday to you. To them, it's inside info, man, and they like it and they want to hear in there. So telling those stories, and I like to put the hook in the background, right? We've talked about Mm -hmm. that before. Yep. That's super huge. So you want to get all these proper music videos. You need lyric videos and you need micro content. You want to get all this stuff together for these releases. And these are the bullets you're going to put in the gun, right? It used to be that songs were added to playlists a week after they're released. And now they're being added more like like a month after their release. So you want to get as much traffic as you can the day that it drops and within the first week or two or three after it drops Mm -hmm. to improve your chances of that editorial playlist. Okay. So pre-saves count and pre-saves are not, what's the, if you had to, if I put a gun to your head, Brent, what's the best audience that's going to convert on a pre-save
0: campaign? I would imagine people that already know, like, and trust you and your music. Yeah, your warm
1: audience. Your warm audience. Don't bother doing a cold one on this. You need to make sure your warm audience knows that that song's coming out. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you do that? You're going to have to reach as many people that have interacted with your social media as possible. And you can do that with paid advertising. That's a good place to spend some money Mm -hmm. to make sure that you do a reach campaign, reach as many people as you can, and that they're aware that your new song is coming out getting in the algorithm is your big goal on spotify and the biggest way to do that is you have to know and improve your popularity score okay what's that ah okay so go to musicstacks.com. that's music s-t-a-x.com enter your name or enter any artist name if you want, and you can see what the popularity score of a song is and what the popularity score of the artist is. The popularity score is essentially based on how much people like your song, how many people consume it, how many streams has it gotten, how many skips, how many saves, how many full listens. Now, just from that description of popularity score, what people are likely to improve your popularity score? What people are likely? What, what audience?
0: You're existing.
1: Once again, the audience that knows, likes, and trusts you, right? Mm-hmm. Your warm audience, they know you, they like you, they're going to listen, they're probably not going to skip it, they're likely going to save it, they're likely going to listen to it all the way through, and every time somebody does that, that improves your popularity score. If you can get your popularity score up over 25%, your odds greatly increase for getting on an editorial playlist. And this is super fun, musicstacks.com. Go there, put in some names of your favorite artists, and check it out. It's crazy, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm on there right now. <laughs> yeah. If you've made connections to other artists, you'll get on their artist radio playlists as well. This is how Spotify democratizes music. This is how somebody like you with a really, really good song and some hustle and some work ethic can get seven figures in streams. Mm-hmm through this process right here you want as many fans to hear your music first but you want to make sure that you know your warm audience knows that that song is out so once again allocating some of your budget towards a warm audience a digital ad campaign that's just aimed at the people who've interacted with your facebook and instagram uh by all means that's a really good idea putting something up on your tiktok right you can't really promote your music on tiktok which kind of blows Mm -hmm. um You know you can't do it in a paid fashion i mean like with paid ads but Mm -hmm. you want to make that happen so the idea here is that each of your fans again far more likely to behave in a manner that increases your popularity score if they know you already listening all the way through saving the song sharing the song adding the song to their personal playlist not skipping they're going to do that more than a cold audience where at best if your cold audience campaign is good you're going to get a very small percentage of those people that are going to dial into it, right? Which means that a whole, the vast majority of people are going to skip, not save, not share, not listen all the way through, okay? Mm -hmm. So next point, be careful, if you think about this, on a macro level, on your strategy for working with an influencer. If you have a friend or you start to, you run into somebody that's an influencer, it's got a huge audience and they're like, man, let me know when you release that song, I'm going to help you out. It's good to use them, but you got to understand that their audience to you is going to be a cold audience. It's warm to them, but cold to you. And they don't know you and their behavior and mass, once again, is going to actually drive your popularity score down because they're going to be not listening all the way through, not saving. They're going to be skipping. You want to use that influencer, but wait till that song's been out about a month and it's gone through everything it needs to go through to get into the algorithm. And then you promote to the influencer. That's the time to take advantage of that. It's going to move your popularity score, but it's going to be after, it's going to be after the, it matters to, to the editorial
0: playlist. Mm.
1: Can you see, Brent, why man, collecting emails at live shows would be so important?
0: So you can let them know about pre-saves, and you can get a bunch of downloads and spins on your first day.
1: Yeah, and I mean, everybody knows how expensive it is to send out an email. Ah, Uh, Not very. Not. Yeah. Not. Free marketing that informs your most rabid fans your release is coming, right? Mm -hmm. And be careful with paying to be on playlists. Just don't don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, there are too many sort of hustles out there where they're doing their streaming farms mm-hmm. or whatever, and Spotify's cracking down on this. Man, they're just gonna—you you can be voted literally off the island mm-hmm. and have to change your name and to come back on and never ever get back on. So, you know, paying to get on a playlist is not a good idea. But there are some services I'm gonna talk about a little bit here that so that you can pay to get on for playlist consideration playlist consideration is okay that's a different deal mm-hmm. some it works for some people it doesn't work for other people it's something you can consider if you're paying to get on a playlist and they're promoting that playlist using bots you're you got a problem okay yeah promote your song heavily on release day release day is a busy day for you Uh You need to be in front of your computer on release day, engaging with fans, uh, regularly working in CTAs, a.k.a. that's called calls to action, telling people to follow you on Spotify. The more people that follow you, the more likely you're to get on a release radar playlist that helps your next release. Uh And remember, one release sets up the next release, which sets up the next release. So this is like a football game. Uh I think too many artists think about, their football game as if it's like one set of downs. Cause they're already feeling vulnerable and they're feeling scared. Nobody's going to like their music. Mm-hmm. And they're, we're all mm-hmm. like in our fields and inside our heads and all that toxic thinking. And so they hike the ball first down, they throw a bomb. The guy doesn't catch it. And they walk up the field. And it's like, I knew it. Nobody likes it. Mm-hmm. This is a grind. It's always mm-hmm. been a grind. This is a game of inches. Okay. Mm-hmm. Inches. So how do we approach this like mentally? I mean, Don't get discouraged if you have lackluster results on your first release. There's a million reasons why this is going to happen. Number one, how about this? Your fan base probably sucks because it's small Mm -hmm. and they're not trained. Yeah. Right. They're not used to you putting out music on a regular basis. So they don't know what to do yet because you haven't told them what to do. And the only way to get them trained is to start releasing regular music. That'll get bigger, but it ain't going to happen on the first one. You can't see the whole staircase in faith. You just take the next step, right? That's what Martin yeah,
0: Luther King. That's right.
1: Martin Luther King Jr. So maybe this song isn't as good as you thought, too. You know, that's something, too. Like, hey, every release is not a grand slam. Then maybe the next one's better and it can connect more. You never know. How about this? Probably more likely. Maybe you found out on the very first roll here where a bunch of the bodies are buried in this process. Yeah. And you screwed up six ways from Sunday, and your next release is going to be way smoother from a marketing perspective because now you flex that muscle, mm-hmm. you found out yeah. where it got sore, and you're like, okay, I need to work on this, 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 and this, and I'm going to do this better, the second one, and then imagine what happens in the third
0: release. Yep. It's even better, right? Experience. So, it's what you get right after you need it. So that first thing gets right. you experience.
1: <laughs> that's exactly right. That's right. Right. So find out what other artists like you are on Spotify and connect with them, right? Again, the more you're putting up music and the more you're trying to promote it, the more Spotify's algorithm connects you with, hey, fans that like you also like these artists. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of artists in there that you don't know. Well, guess what? Those are your friends. Mm -hmm. They're from the same micro genre that you are. Spotify picks that out for you. Well, connect with them. Offer to put their releases on your community playlist if they reciprocate. And if they know what they're doing, they're going to play that game. And you're going to find artists out there that do that, okay? Spotify Canvas. You heard of this? No. All right. So you must have a Spotify Canvas. This is a three to eight second video. It's in nine by 16 format. So AKA stories format, right? Or portrait. And you upload that in Spotify for artists app. And this is when people share your song, on stories, this is what they see. So it's a little eight-second looping kind of clip, and you can put whatever you want up there that's fascinating. A lot of artists will put up a clip from their video,
0: mm-hmm.
1: from their music video up on there. Sometimes, like, with with one of... I've got a couple things for Sydney. With one of them, I put up a a clip from one of her interview things where she's talking about the song, like, with her and a producer in a studio. We shot it in Blackbird. Mm-hmm. And then another one is... Uh, I created like a, it was just a, um, what do you call it? A a visualizer video, right? Oh yeah. Just something. It's got your picture on it. Maybe it's a little video clip or something like that. You know, you should never have a release without a Spotify canvas. Okay. It's just, again, three to eight seconds, guys. It's easy. Okay. Spotify marquee tool. Some people, and some of the gurus say that they find this disgusting, that Spotify will charge you money to reach your fans. I disagree with that. That's like saying, I find it disgusting that we have to spend a million dollars to get a number one on terrestrial radio.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, they have a freaking audience. Yeah. And they, 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 at one point, are the only effing way that you're going to get your music in front of new eyeballs. And guess what? They're going to charge for it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's effing illegal. It's called payola. Still happens right? They just move the shell over here and then over here. So then get around the the FCC laws on terrestrial radio, but you still got to pay to get in front of an audience. Okay. If you're going to use a big influencer, you got to pay to get in front of them if they're not a friend, right? That's how influencers make money. I have an audience. If you want to reach my audience, if you're a brand, whether it's an artist brand or it's Tide detergent, you got to pay and I'll put you in front of my audience and they'll do whatever I tell them to do. Okay. You see these people on YouTube unboxing whatever it is they do, Mm -hmm. whatever industry they're in, right? I'm a photographer. I'm unboxing the new Canon such-and-such camera right now, and I'm going to test it out. Well, they get that camera for free. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So they'll unbox it and talk about that camera to their audience because that's good for Canon, the manufacturer of the camera, okay? Mm -hmm. So Spotify's got the biggest freaking streaming audience on the planet, of course. So this is a really, really good bang for the buck on the Marquee tool. And you can pay to alert like all your fans about a new release, but you just have to have enough monthly listeners to qualify to use that tool. So you can Google that and find out what that number is. Um, then we'll wrap it up here. After you release, guys, pitch to user playlists. Go back to chart metric or Playlist Supply. Both of these are paid services, and they allow you to search similar artists and genres for playlists. They allow you to pay for playlist consideration. Here's some other companies that will allow you to, I'm sorry, allow you to pay for playlist consideration. Playlist, Pitch, Submit Hub, and Groover. I don't use these. Some people have good luck with these. Some people don't. Some people spend a lot of money, don't really get on any playlists. And some people get on some great playlists and hardly spend any money. So if you want to try them out, try them out. But if you're not getting results right out of the gate, I don't know, I might find a different way to do it. But that's it. That's, um, that's a lot of work for Spotify, just right there. We haven't even talked about anything, right? <laughs> yeah. But that's your main tool to focus on, and everything else will fall into place. Mm-hmm. Get you guys making – I want you on that list of artists that are getting paid at least $50,000 just in streaming, just on Spotify. All right. Hey, if you want to learn more about how to honor the digital platform, then download my free PDF, which is whoever owns the traffic rules the road. What we're doing is creating traffic here. And when you create the traffic, the traffic follows you. Not about the distribution. It's about where you are. They love you. If Taylor Swift put all her song on a private server and only allowed downloads and only allowed it from there, everybody would go to that server. Mm-hmm. and screw Spotify and Amazon and Apple Music and everybody else. They're going to go where Taylor goes, right? Your fans are going to go where you go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's the bottom line. So go to J O H N N Y dot com, And this is just something that sort of unplugs your thought process from – the way you've been marketed to your whole life, which is broadcast marketing, radio. We talk about you know, how that works, why that worked, why it's not working anymore, so that you understand the fundamentals of marketing. And when you apply the fundamentals of marketing to digital, it makes sense and it will actually work for you. It's not about a single, it's about releases and constant releases on Spotify. That's consistency. Uh-huh. That's marketing 101, reach, reach. And frequency over and over and over again, constantly going, you know, constantly being in front of their face with something new. You're a creative. You can do it. Okay. So uh, go to GetFromJohnny.com. It's free. Just tell me where to send it, guys. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top.